The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general shenanigans. Woo! Probably bread, because that was what we were just talking about. God, bread is so good. Um, Michelle came to this um, uh, brunch, and she brought these kolaches from Batch. Did you ever go to Batch when you were here? Did they have Batch when you were here? Um, I have never been to Batch, regardless of whether or not it existed. Well, it was fucking delicious and they have this like she's a vegetarian and today so she brought these like five cheese kolaches where it was like nothing but kolache bread and cheese oh, oh god it was so good My i mouth- actually got a kolache dough recipe from mary because her family's check and i need to make that and maybe i am also going vegetarian albeit a very lazy vegetarian and uh, so that sounds like a, a project. Do yeah. you know what cheeses they were at all? I do not. But okay. um, I will say that uh, I I know you said vegetarian, not vegan, but I have got some really baller vegan cookie recipes if you would like. Sure. I mean, I always like having more stuff in my re- repertoire. The, these... Um, I believe that I mentioned it on Twitter, but these chocolate chip cookie recipe, that chocolate chip cookie recipe I had won a baking competition at my job up against full butter and fat desserts. So like, it wasn't like it was in its own vegan category all by itself. It was, it was up against regular ass desserts and still won. So kick ass. Exactly. Well, it is October 12th and this is our 104th podcast and if you want, we can really just keep talking about baked goods because I don't know if we want to start talking about the stars. I really don't. Uh, because the stars are not off to a good start. Nope. I feel like we should blame Micah for this one. Um, uh, he- yeah, I mean, he definitely jinxed us and then he wasn't, I mean, Micah doesn't listen to this podcast. He was kind of an asshole about jinxing us. Jinxing us. <laughs> Because he doesn't, he very much does not believe in jinxes. He doesn't believe in jinxes, and he also doesn't care about my feelings at all, even a little bit. So that personally hurt a little bit to read. If it wasn't about hockey, he would have been nicer about it. If it was like a real thing. Do we think so? I'm just kidding. I like Micah. I'm not not trying to shit on him. Well, I was going to start us off with a reader question since the best Shani, or the spooky Halloween bloody Shani. Yeah, that's her new Halloween scary screen name. That is uh, scary, Shani. <laughs> uh, sent us in a bunch, and her first two were very uh, apropos. So, the bloodiest Shani in all the land asks, Sigh, how is this team off to such a slow start? Remember in preseason when this team didn't score and everyone was like, don't worry, it's only preseason. Should we worry now? I mean, I'm always worried. (laughs) Here's what I think we should worry about, and it's the fact that we have again started off the season with injuries. Oh, okay. That's what I'm worried about. (laughs) Like, we started off the first half of the first game with three injuries. 
Um, and I, I mean, we did. That was really bad. But that was really bad. And like, granted, they weren't to like our top guys or like you know our number one goaltender or anything. And that's me knocking on wood. But like, I don't like the fact that this team is so fucking injury prone still. And um, well, I mean, I so I have a hard time saying injury prone when it was a puck to the face at, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, Like, that's not something one can... No, I know. But I'm just, it's it, it just gives me flashbacks of that awful season. And I don't really, I don't like that. And that's, it's, you know, maybe it's just a personal thing. That's, that's the thing that you really bothers trauma me. trauma to process. It, it, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the thing that's bothering me so much is that I'm still processing trauma. Um... I am, again, still always worried about the fact that, like, the scoring still shots. isn't there. Yeah. We're not taking shots. That's absolutely We're not generating offense. So, um, I so like, say, there's that. I will confess, I have only gotten to see the first game, so I was I was luckily, lucky enough to be at home not doing anything. Just I mean, I've only watched two of, of five. Um, right. So... That's one more than me. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they my life has gotten a lot busier this season and I have signed up to do what I can and they're literally the only games that I can watch that are happening on the road. So sometimes I can watch them at home when they're at home and Taylor's doing the recaps, but like man, it's rough. So like, yeah. Yeah, our 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 my life is exploding as well, so I've only got I only, I got to see the, the the season opener, which I was excited to see. And I actually came out of that game fairly optimistic despite the loss um, because we didn't give up any goals in the second and third periods. We definitely turned on the Jets. Like, they were running a lot. They were running a lot faster, skating a lot faster. They were doing some interesting work in the neutral zone. Yeah, so, like, the first the, that first game, I feel like there was more to hope for than, like, every subsequent game, even the one that they won. Exactly. And I don't know what happened because it really seemed like and I mean I do know what happened in the first game in that Monty went into the locker room and was basically like it's your locker room Ben like go fucking figure it out right or no that was the Caps game what they won yeah that was the one they won but yeah but the point is like I know we can tell just based on how they they literally changed their style of play that somebody said no we're gonna do this one thing instead Mm-hmm. And then it worked. Like, they were a better team. They were putting shots on goal. If it wasn't for Rask being really good in those final periods, they probably would have evened things up. Like, Rask had some amazing saves. That, the fact that we saw that work mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we're not still doing it blows my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... I guess to to better answer her question, that's how the team is off to such a slow start, is they are repeating yeah. their bad behavior from last year. Yep. And should we worry now? Yes. Yeah. Because it's the same thing that happened last year. Yeah, absolutely. The only reason we got into the playoffs is because Ben Bishop had a Vez in a season. Yes. Like, still bitter. <laughs> To the grave, bitter. I know. Oh, to my the, God. You, 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 you of all people know how hard I can hold a grudge. I do. 
I will hold it until I die. I do. Maybe next podcast, which will be kind of right before Halloween, we could do some like zombie grudges from the grave. <laughs> we could. I mean, yeah, sure. I'm always happy to talk about Gabriel Landis Cog and <laughs> and other things you hate and other things I hate. Uh, well, it's not all bad. Uh, Rupe, uh, Rope hints. <laughs> Do you want to try that again? No, they keep calling him Rope. Rope? That's what I said. Interesting. I mean, that's how it was being pronounced in the first game of the season. I'm sure it was. I like lope, like rope. That's if that's if that's real. That's terrible. I mean, listen. If there's anything we learned. It's that Finnish pronunciations don't translate <laughs> to American so saying So true. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, I guess all I can do is apologize to yes. every Finnish person ever. I mean, this is my entire life, Marin. Just, you know, get used to it. <laughs> true. True that. True that. But he's doing great. He's yeah. Win yes. people's fantasy leagues he's showing off the jets actually he is the one thing that we had really kind of hoped from last year or last last playoffs even was that he continued in the pace that he was going and he is yeah no he's been i don't mean to with the talk about his name downplay his accomplishments because fuck i have been very grateful for ruba hints or ropa hints or rope hints or hints 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 this entire this entire season all, all five games of it. All five games of it. All five you games. You know what? And probably even game six, which is starting very soon. Yeah. Well, obviously we're doing this and not watching it, so. Yeah. Well, when, uh, so you got to see the Calgary game. Is that right? No. Uh, no. I I watched. Yes. No. Shit. Fuck. What did I watch? <laughs> okay. Because there was one game that I watched the entirety of because I recapped it. And that was the game against. A team. <laughs> they do play those. They do play those. the Detroit Red Wings. No, oh, I watched. Okay. I watched the game against Washington. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. So I recapped the game against Detroit, and I watched the game against Washington. I was at my brother's house. No, what was I doing? I was playing D and D during the game against Calgary. Uh, well, I did talk about it on Twitter because my po- my problem right now and every every season with the stars is the fact that they will do a thing where they will get up ahead of everybody like two by two goals and then they'll just not do anything else with that and that is what happened in that Calgary game is they got up two zero against Calgary and then just stopped doing anything yeah I mean that's a pretty common problem in sports not even just hockey but sports but. The stars I mean, I've heard are that, so. But the stars are so. Um, I don't. I don't know what the right term for. They feel emotionally distant. You know, <laughs> like they don't feel like. It, Can we take them to group therapy? Like, yeah. Like I feel like they really need some. Like sometimes sports psychology can be bullshit, but like honestly, it's most psychology is not bullshit, or like at least. Therapy isn't bullshit. They need therapy. They need hockey therapy. I feel like uh, they're a I, little just, like, scared. I don't disagree with that. Um, I will forever and to my dying day disagree with anybody that thinks that Jamie Benn is not the correct captain for the Stars. Oh. As, 
I have continued to see this season. Especially you're gonna see that. I mean, you're going to see that the whole time. Like, I mean, did you see the, that guy that I shared on Twitter? Just the, I just like I just took a screen cap of his tweet because I couldn't I couldn't with him. And I didn't yes, want to get I involved in the conversation. But yeah, I was just like, are you like, are you for real right now? Like, could you I just mean, stop? I think there's going to be that person about every player in any team, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like John Tavares, not to bring up the Maple Leafs on our not Maple Leafs podcast, but don't they get was, enough attention? Was named the the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And there are so many people super angry about that. Like, John Tavares is a really great player, was a fa- fantastic leader on the Islanders, is probably a fantastic leader on the Maple Leafs. I don't know, because I don't watch the Leafs. But, like, uh, fine. He's a sure, he's a fine fucking pick. And they wanted Austin Matthews, and then Austin Matthews went and harassed a woman while she was working. <laughs> I'm sorry, do people still want Austin Matthews? I don't know if people do, but I'm saying, like, probably until that incident, yeah. the Leafs were going to name him the captain. You know what I mean? Right. Which is fine, but Austin Matthews made really fucking awful choices. Yeah. He, 100%. He has no one to blame but himself. Exactly. Well, speaking of maybe blaming someone else, Denis Gurionov got sent back down to the Texas Stars recently. And I have some thoughts on this. But Shani had another question for us, and I thought it was appropriate to ask it now. Why are some players, cough, Alexia, cough, allowed to make infinite turnovers slash mistakes, and others aren't? Kuryanov. Hanka. So, uh, my first answer to this was, is basically because Jamie Alexiak is 6'8", and supposedly, like, tough to play against because of his size. But then I looked, looked up Gurionov, and he's 6'3", so it's not like he's, like, 5'9", like Honka. Mm-hmm. So, um, in my mind, it's it's probably due to his age and the fact that he can be sent down without being put on waivers. And, like, yeah, in their minds, point. it's probably best that he gets playing time um, rather than... But I don't think he should be sat out at the top, like, at, up in the NHL either, so... Um, I think in their minds they he needs some more cooking time, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't agree with it, but like that is my thought process is basically that they think that he needs more development and they can put him down in the HL without putting him on waivers. Yeah. And I mean, so here's where I stand on the this whole situation. For me, it's not even about Guriana because I think there are plenty of people uh, and Sean Shapiro has said this, and I, I you know, I trust Sean's opinion a lot. Um, especially about guys that he used to cover in the AHL. Um, but Gurionov is a slow thinker. Uh-huh. And he's said multiple yeah, times it take, takes him a long time to actually, like, understand a concept and execute on that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that he doesn't try and doesn't put in the work. It's just it takes a minute. Sure. Um, and so I think they're... You know, that kind of guy probably, honestly, is an AHL player. Yeah. That said, it's frustrating as fuck to see Gurionov be guaranteed an NHL shot. We're going to give him a long leash. Really want him to learn the NHL game. And then he plays, like, nine fucking minutes a night. Yeah. And... Gets benched after a single bad turnover. Yep. 
And that's not fucking development. Nope. That's not helping somebody learn from their mistakes. That's helping somebody be afraid of making mistakes. And that's what they have taught Guryanov. That's what they're teaching. They taught Honka. I mean, again, if John Kling... I will say this to the fucking day I die. If John Klingberg didn't put up points the way John Klingberg puts up points, they would bench him every fucking time they could. Yeah. Because he is the kind of guy who will try to try stuff and make mistakes and isn't afraid of trying stuff and isn't afraid of making mistakes. And hockey coaches want people afraid of making mistakes. And in fact, uh, I, there was a really fucking excellent quote by Sarah, and I really I do apologize, I don't know her last name. It's Sivian. I don't know if that's how she pronounces it, but she covers the Canes now. She used to be a Boston a Bruins reporter, but she covers the Canes now. And it was, let me, I'm pulling it up on my... The question was basically, why are the Hurricanes off to the best start in franchise history? Because Ron Brindamore lets them play the damn game. Yes, and, I saw that tweet. Yes. So the quote, or the, the real question is, has, uh, God damn, I need to, like, actually listen to games that are not the stars. Has Pesky ever had the leash so loose? No. Or you know what? No, I haven't, he said. Previously, my coaches preached to me, kind of, pick your spots, err on the side of caution. I feel like Roddy and our staff actually want us to err on the side of aggressiveness. That's huge for us. When all of our instincts kick in, we have a bunch of good demon who can all skate well. Weird. Fucking mind-blowing. Yep. This is what fucking frustrates me so goddamn much about the Dallas Stars the last few years. Is by preaching so strict a defensive regimen. Man, you are burpy tonight. I am. Well, I drank a seltzer, and now I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> I was like, this is a lot of pausing, even for you. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to learn how to edit, so <laughs> you God. can edit out my burps now. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Laugh yeah. it up. This is going to yeah, be the I worst will. edit ever. I will. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like by preaching something... By tr- preaching such strict defensive res- regimen, they have forgotten everything that makes offense good and fun. Like, frankly, I would rather have this stat line, you know, one three one, mm-hmm. if we were at least fun to watch. Yeah, and I, you'll remember last time on my on the podcast, all I want from this season is no injuries and goals. <laughs> <laughs> yep. From a standings perspective, I mean that Carolina quote goes right into it. Doing a quick standings update. No, I don't want to know. Well, I'm not going through the league wide, but I was looking at division, and I thought we I would just ask you some fun questions. Oh, so geez. Carolina, five and zero, oh, top of the Metropolitan Division. Beautiful. But Congrats. do you know who is the top of the Atlantic Division? Okay, read me the name, names of the teams in the Atlantic Division real quick. Boston, Buffalo, uh, Canada, by that I mean Eastern Canada. Mm. Uh, Florida, as in both Florida teams. And fucking Detroit. Is it fucking Detroit? 
It, it only makes it. So if you say it really fast, you need the fucking to make it work. Boston, Buffalo, Canada, Florida, fucking Detroit. Fucking Detroit. Are they at the top? No, they are not at the toy- top. Okay. They are second. Okay. Is it somebody ridiculous at the top? Is it, is it the Panthers at the top? No, they are very bad this year, too. Oh, bless uh, their hearts. They're 1-2-1. One, one. I have is... not paid attention to the East at all. I know. That's why I thought this would be a fun question. Yeah. Oh, is that, like, that's new. Come on. Is it Buffalo? It is Buffalo. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Bless Buffalo's heart. Yeah. Their entire heart. They did that last year, too. You're probably familiar with the uh, Central Division, St. Louis at the top. The good news, we might be 1-3-1, but neither Chicago nor Minnesota has won a game yet this year. Oh, God, thank God. Really? Minnesota? That's beautiful. Chicago's only played two, and Minnesota's only played three, so they definitely have a little bit of a... I didn't need that follow-up. How dare you? But here's the most shocking... Oh, Lord. Pacific Division. And I think you know who's at the top of the Pacific Division. Because we've talked about this in Twitter. It's the Oilers, isn't it? It is. Do you know who has played as many games as we have? Five games prior to tonight. And has fewer points than we do. As many games, but fewer points? Mm-hmm. Because no one else... There's only one team that has played five games and has fewer points than the Dallas Stars. Is it the Ducks? It is not. Ooh. The Ducks, because of John Gibson, who also had a Vezina season last year and didn't even get the nod. I know. I feel bad for him. Is very good again, unsurprisingly. So okay. the Ducks are actually in second place. Shit. All right. I did not know that. Um... I know it's not the Oilers, so is, is it the Canucks? No. God, okay. I don't know. I have no idea. San Jose. What? They are 1-4-0. They have a negative 11 goal differential. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, San Jose. That's, uh, that does not feel, that does not sound right. It doesn't fit right. I don't like it. Take it away. Mm -hmm. Take it away. Take it away. (laughs) That just that just feels weird to know. I don't like it. You know, again, and and I'm, I brought this up as we started our podcast, and I was like, no, 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 let's save this for the podcast, and I forgot to talk about it. Five games in is not a time for any team to panic, whether it's us with our obvious issues or San Jose with a bad goalie. Listen, people keep saying this, and I my response to that is I will panic when I damn well please. <laughs> fair if i fucking want to panic about this i am going to panic about this and nothing anybody says can stop me i have way too much else going on in my life to panic about that i cannot panic about this i my panic quotient quotient is full like there is no room at the panic in (laughs) i have to write about this team on the regular and so therefore my panic quotient is always ready to be you know the limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. There we go. The limit does not exist. I, <laughs> so we had our, our, our Q4, you know, quarterly meeting at work on Friday. And I can't remember exactly how this conversation kicked off, but my coworker, Emily, who I love dearly, and I were just picking at the leftovers of the, you know, they feed us on Fridays. And um, 
at one point, we, I was just like, she was just, we were talking about something else that just got added to my plate because I'm the only person in marketing now. And she was like, Carolyn, I think you're just a little too, 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 too chill. I think we just need to make your stress level. Just take it up a couple notches. Let's, you know, I think it would be good. <laughs> what? I mean, she was killing. She was kidding, right? But I was oh. like, I think we just, I think you're just being too chill. <laughs> I think you're just not stressed enough. <laughs> I was going to say, if she was at all being genuine, I mean, like, that is the best uh, best evidence I've ever heard for that Midwestern, like, everything's fine, don't look at me kind of <laughs> veneer that Midwesterners wear all the time, right? Yes. No, no, I'm very, very obviously stressed at work at this point. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know you're stressed on Twitter, but... Yes, no, 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 no. It, it's definitely a thing. Anyway. Well, do you want to do Stars Charts? Yeah, let's do Stars Charts. Like we're blowing through topics. Do you have any other shenanigans you wanted to talk about? Uh, I mean, I... <laughs> the season is only five games old for us. It's yes. only less than that for other teams. Most And teams. I just feel like there hasn't been enough shenanigan yet. Like, for me to really be like... Oh, did you hear about blah, 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 blah? Like, it just... Honestly, this this whole this whole episode would be so much more fun if we were having a better season because it would be more fun to talk about. But instead, it's just like rehashing the same problems that we've had ever since you and I started this fucking podcast. Well, no, they're different problems. But, like, it's still, like, rehashing problems instead of, like, talking about things that are cool and fun. And, and like, instead, we're just fielding the same questions about panic. <laughs> And it's not that I don't want people to ask these questions about panic, because God knows I like that people actually listen to what we talk about and value our opinions on things. But, like, what what, what do I say at this point? <laughs> you know? Like, I feel like we should you just go back really to talking sad. about baking. Like, <laughs> No, you know what the saddest thing about this season so far is from a macro view? Oh, God, what? There have been two dick tricks, and neither, neither were Joe Thornton. <laughs> Oh, I know. And one of them was against us. I know. Anyway. Bless that giant bearded man. Twinkle, twinkle, little stars. stars. How I wonder what you charts. Well, since we are recording on a Saturday, as opposed to the Sunday that we normally record or have been recording on, I decided that we could finally use AstroPoets. Yay! So if you haven't seen this Twitter account, it's very fun. It's at Poet Astrologers. Um, and they're kind of like tongue-in-cheek, you know, sometimes real like prosy little horoscopes. So Excellent. this is for week of 10-6. So it will be this past week. So we'll, let's see how it stacks up. Hey, you want to know a fun story? I would love to know a fun story. The stars are already down one. That's a super fun story. I'm glad you told me it. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so happy to help. Uh, it's not telling me who actually scored the goal. Oh, it was, no, I don't know who scored it um, right now. But uh, the Capitals have had four shots on goal and the stars have had one. Cool. <laughs> Oh my god! Why? Okay, I I opened this app so I could look up our roster so I could pick fucking names off of it. And then <laughs> I was assaulted by our score. 
Okay. Oh, I was going to pick Dennis Guriana for reasons, and then I remembered that I can't even look him up on this app because he's not there. I feel like he's a cancer, and I don't know why I feel like he's a cancer. Um, well, because you're correct. Ha-ha! Wait, no. 7 June. No, June 7th. So he is a uh, uh, Gemini. He's oh, one of our geez. Geminis. God, one of our many Geminis. Gemini. Week of 10-6 in Gemini. Even you can feel the momentum. There's nothing more important than being ready for this part. It's the future. A real future. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it means he wasn't ready for this part. He was not. <laughs> okay, in honor of his first uh, NHL goal, let's also do Joel Lesperance. Uh, when's his birthday? Uh, he is a Leo. Oh, okie dokie. Yeah. Week of 10-6 in Leo. Oh, no. You can put on a very funny costume, but will it make you laugh? It's true what they say. Laughter is everything. I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> That's also my horoscope. And so that I immediately started being like, what? <laughs> it should be fair. That one has the least amount of likes of all of these. So yeah, far. that wasn't that wasn't my favorite that I've ever heard ever. OK, um, one more. In honor of him skating, let's do Jason Dickinson, who is a cancer. Hey, that's me. That's you. So now you also get your horoscope. <laughs> Week of 10-6 in Cancer. You may want to make a point. But is that or is that or love your goal? If it's both, then it's not too late. It's never too late for anything. Okay. I, I also don't, don't know what to do. I know these I mean like I like poet astrologers, but these are these are just weird. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with these. Okay, well, happy things. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about things that make us happier than those than those than those things did. <laughs> I mean, maybe wait, maybe you like being confused. That's I mean, that is a ha- if you if you enjoy that feeling of utter confusion. Sure, <laughs> I can see how that would be a very good thing indeed. Um, happy things, happy things. Yeah, happy things. Happy things. <laughs> Maybe if I keep saying it in a higher pitched voice, it's more true. <laughs> you'll you'll think of something. Well, I made a garden today. That was fun. That was really actually I'm ex- pretty excited about. Um, I was I thought I had killed off my Asiatic lilies that I had potted, but I pulled them out of the pot today, and the bulbs were still fine. So I clearly did not. Um. But I, so I had bought some bulbs, some like um, daffodils and tulips. And then I, was a, they were on sale. So I bought some crocuses. And so my garden, the, the one that I've been posting pictures of all summer is underneath my back window. But there was another big tree stump on the other side in the exact same spot on, behind, uh, on my next door neighbor's window, underneath my next door neighbor's window. And they pulled that stump out of several, like a month or two ago. <laughs> And it's just been kind of sitting there. And so I was like, uh, so I'm going to turn this into a stump garden and do a bunch of flowers and it's going to be nice. That cool. And they were like, yeah. And so then I ordered more bulbs than I needed for my pot. And I made a stump garden. Sounds- and I did that today. And now I'm very sore. Sounds about right. Um, a stump mm-hmm. garden sounds like the most 
hilarious thing. It's like the new, it's like um, stoner metal. I feel like that's a stoner metal band Amazing. name. Have you ever fucking heard of stoner metal? No. This is a real thing. It's like all of these guys are metal musicians and like sometimes the voice gets a little like mumbly and screamy but not loud but it's like stoner music i don't it's so bizarre yeah i got nothing i i'd have to i'd have to listen to it i guess i like that that description doesn't really nothing for me okay hang on let me find some youtube stoner stoner music I'm also, by the way, just letting you know I'm not editing out a single one of your burps. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I rolled a 20 on not not taking any of them out. God damn it. Fucking dice. Yeah. All right. Sending you this link right now. Okay. It's actually pretty cool, but like, what the fuck? Those two things do not go together. Marin, are you still there? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, okay. Just checking. It was very silent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I want to take a very angry nap. <laughs> like, that. that is what this is evoking. It's just, like, a plodding beat underneath it, but, like, crazy guitars. That is weird. I'm not going to listen to that yeah. whole thing, but... I mean, it's five minutes. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> that is a very, very plodding beat, though. Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my happy thing is um, I want to talk about this without hearing anything, anything at all about the ambient temperature in Denver right now, because I know you got okay. snow, but it finally, finally got to a temperature where I could leave my house without immediately being bathed in sweat. I wore a long sleeve shirt to, to work for the first time this week since last February, and I was so happy, I almost cried. It was a really close thing. And so my happy thing is the fact that I am currently sitting in my condo wearing Uggs because, you know, I've got wood floors, and uh, a long sleeve shirt and leggings, and I feel really, really comfortable. Yay! I mean... I am also grateful for the fall. It's going to be 90 on Tuesday, but like right now in this moment, it is not 90 degrees. So Mm -hmm. I'm all right. I'm really mad about Tuesday, but we'll, we'll deal with that when we get there. Yeah. It's going to be back in the seventies for us this week. What I, I will say I'm slightly annoyed. I mean, I'm not annoyed by the weather. The thing that is slightly annoying is incidental to the weather. So I grew these eggplants, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I put a lot of fucking work into growing these fucking eggplants. And I grew four fruit. And eggplant is hard to grow. And I had four fruits. Do you know how many of these four fruits I have gotten to eat? I'm going to go with zero. Zero. Zero of the fruits. The squirrels stole the first three and the last one just froze. <laughs> you, you should maybe have pulled the last one off before the fruits. It was green. Oh. It was, it was what, Did you ready. plant these in the ground have. or was it in a pot? No, these are uh, in the ground. Did you not wrap them? That wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Like, they were very large. Uh, yeah, my, my family, my parents have raised bed gardens and they just wrap everything when it's a freeze time. Um, my other happy thing is that last weekend was my um, number three nephew's fifth birthday. 
a lot of numbers right there, but, um, boy, boy number three, it was his fifth birthday and we, um, all except for my sister got together to celebrate in Midlothian. Uh, we all stayed in the same house. It was fucking nuts, but they are so much fun. And I really just love watching my nibblings interact with each other because it is so flipping cute. Like, my ne- number three had, like, all these kids from his class there, from his daycare, like, everything. And, like, all he wanted to do was follow number one around like a duckling. It was the fucking cutest thing. I just love it. It's so great. Aww. It's so great. It's so great watching my, my nibblings interact. I love it. Yay! I know. It was so much fun. And then when we got home, um, because his actual birthday was on Wednesday, so when I went over there for dinner on Wednesday, we FaceTimed him to say happy birthday, and he held the phone in his hands and just, like, let us watch his nose breathe the entire time, like, the entire <laughs> drive to Chili's. And then, like, I mean, like, you know, he's five. What's he doing? He doesn't know how to frame the shot. He's, like, holding it up to his face, and I've got a perfect view of his boogers. But, like... He's he's you know telling us all about what he's gonna get at Chili's and all this kind of stuff, and then at some point he just goes, "Can I see Liam's room?" <laughs> so like, I gave my phone to number one, and he took it upstairs and showed number three his room. <laughs> just like I don't, sorry, that's fine, whatever. It was they're just so funny. That was really cute. He probably wants to do his room just like Liam's. Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, he did get, he just got a new bed that is like the bed that Liam used to have. So, yeah. It, mm. Now Liam has a different room bed, and so I think it's probably going to be a thing. But, man, they're so <laughs> cute. I love them. Yay! Yeah. That is a very happy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They're such good boys. Well... Do you want to answer some reader yeah, questions? Yeah, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Well, you can figure out why. Uh, Andrew, too cool for Cali LA, asks, when is the right time to decide to support a team that cares about its fan experience as far as liking to win goes? I mean, any time is the right time to support a team that cares about its fan experience. I, for instance, have, now that the Hurricanes have brought the surge back, (laughs) have decided that I am a a Stars fan, but also a Carolina Hurricanes fan, um, and uh, am 1,000% supportive of everything that they choose to do. (laughs) Just going to throw that out there. I was listening, so I've started listening to this podcast called the Off Menu Podcast. A couple of our friends listen to it, too, so you've probably seen a little bit about it on Twitter. Marin, anyway. Um, because I know some mutual friends listen to it. Yeah, I've seen a lot about it. (laughs) It's two British comedians, and it's basically a food podcast, and it's fun. Um, But they just had Marcus Samuelson on as a guest, and now I have a giant crush on Marcus Samuelson, because it was a really fun interview, and I really, really liked... I I liked hearing him talk about food, but also just his life experience, which was really fun. He he actually... This is the turn of phrase that really got me, like it stuck in my heart, is he described eating something as akin to the first time that you heard Prince. Oh, wow. Right? Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Don't you have a little bit of a crush on Marcus Samson now? Um, but um, he was talking about it. He's a big Arsenal fan, in fact, was, and spent actually a lot of time talking about soccer on this podcast about food. And um, Wow, that doesn't sound about, relatable like, at all. 
and he was talking about how like his his sous chefs like to tease him and like to say that he you know Arsenal's so bad that he'll have to become a Manchester City fan and Manchester City my team is the one that wins a lot as a rule they're not winning right now but they're doing well in the Champions League which is all I care about anyway and he was saying well no it's I've been an Arsenal fan all my life I can't just change my stripes I can't just you know pick a different team to support because my team is bad now and I just kind of wanted to be like yes you can you really can this is entertainment like as much as sports wants to be like its own fucking bucket these are your entertainment dollars and your entertainment hours and your entertainment emotions that are getting poured into something and sports are competing with books and movies and music and tv and everything else that is entertainment focused you can choose to support whatever makes you happy. And sometimes it's worth it to keep supporting the losing team because you know the payoff is going to be just that much That's better. what I was going to say. Like, I understand, like, you know, choosing joy and, like, chasing your joy and, like, dropping things that don't make sense to keep supporting. But, and if I were an Oilers fan, I would be there. I, I am there. I already have been there. I've dropped the Oilers. But, like, the stars have all of the... All of the pieces they need, they just need to figure out how to put them together. So I'm not, I'm not at a place where I'm like, it's time to drop the stars. I'm saying I am a stars fan, but I am also now adding the hurricanes <laughs> to to be the thing that brings me joy while the stars are pissing me off. Exactly, the stars are basically the tantric sex of the hockey world. I am going to need you to explain what you mean. Well, tantric sex is all about not having an orgasm until you do finally. Uh, uh hmm. Because it's supposed to increase I mean, the pleasure. Listen, I read all that shit about Sting just like everybody else. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I just would never have said the stars of the tantric sex of Pokemon. Is it, wouldn't that be the Maple Leafs? I mean, the stars have won more recently than the Maple Leafs. Maybe. But I feel like the stars were a lot more on the cusp of being good longer than the Maple Leafs That's have been. That's true. They're, they're, <laughs> the Leafs are like the edging. Uh, uh, <laughs> edging oh, God. Wow, that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> Listen, we don't have a lot to talk about. I gotta keep the listens rolling in somehow. <laughs> Remember, we did say we were the only stars podcast that makes a living on dick That's jokes. true. That's true. Uh, I mean, tune in, children, for your sex joke memes. We tag this as explicit. For a reason. Please don't tune in, children. For a reason. Uh, yeah, please don't let any children listen to this podcast, dear lord. Um, okay. Oh, here's a question for you. And I want listeners to weigh in on on this too. I I was over at a friend's house who shall remain nameless. I mean, she doesn't actually like listen to this podcast. I don't think, I don't know. She might. Um, but I was over at her house and she just pulled out her downstairs yardstick. She has a downstairs yardstick and an upstairs yardstick. She has I was going to say, that that implies an upstairs yardstick as well. She has two yardsticks available to her, and they both have her last name on them. Not sure why. Is she a teacher? No. You know who this person is? I just told... I have never... I'm sure they are a mutual friend, but I have never once seen an upstairs and or downstairs yardstick at anyone's house. You know who I went to brunch with. I told you. Oh. But I've never met the yardstick. Okay, well, she's got two of them. And so she was acting, so our other mutual friend Michelle's over there, and she was acting like it was crazy that neither Michelle nor I had a yardstick at our own houses. 
not like not two yardsticks, just one yardstick. She thought it was weird, and I was like, no, I just, I just use a tape measure. Like, <laughs> I, I also have. Frankly, multiple tape measures. Yeah, I have a little like a little tape measure that you use for like measuring yourself and clothing and shit, and then I have an yep. industrial tape measure that you use for like measuring projects and where to hang shit. Yeah, I was like, I have I have units of measurement. I don't have a yardstick. I don't I don't think I would ever need to use a yardstick. And she just made it sound like it was the craziest fucking thing in the world that we did not have a yardstick. I I'm still stuck on downstairs yards well what happens carolyn and i you know this this also came up in conversation if you have a need of the yardstick but you're downstairs and you just don't feel like walking upstairs got your downstairs yardstick (laughs) what happens if you're upstairs and you need the yardstick and you just don't feel like walking downstairs got your upstairs yardstick but you're probably gonna have to walk regardless i mean to find the yardstick. Eddie, yeah. It's in a closet. But it's not, it's not using. I mean, it's not on the wall. I would have known about the yardstick if it was like on the wall. It is out in the open. And apparently always has been. I've never noticed it before either. Until she pulled it out to like do something with it. I don't even remember what she was doing. Anyway. There's a downstairs yardstick and an upstairs yardstick. And somehow she thinks this is not strange. Uh, we immediately started making sex jokes about the yardstick. Well, so I straight up, you transitioned into the yardstick conversation after I had made the sex yeah, jokes. Yeah, there was so a I reason why, that it made me think of it. You said pulled out blank, and I was expecting dildo. Well, then we talked about, okay, so we were talking about, I mean, the yardstick then became the joke for the rest of the day, right? So, right, obviously. obviously. So I, I made the verb yardsticking, which is like... Spanking somebody with the yardstick, and then oh, right, oh yeah, okay. no, we we went everywhere, and then um, at some point we were talking about like, well, you're marrying the yardstick to to her fiance, and then <laughs> and then we were talking about what she was going to give away as favors at the wedding, and of course we said yardsticks, and then <laughs> then. Uh, he was talking about, like, you know, he made some joke about the 10-year anniversary gift, and I was like, are you going to get her yardstick? <laughs> so he said what he was going to do was get her a dildo-shaped yardstick. <laughs> Just to make it super fucking obvious. But it's going to have little tiny units of measurement. <laughs> so she's going to be there, like, using a dildo to hang pictures of their 10-year anniversary party. Oh God, that's good. And, oh God, it was a really, it was a really fun afternoon. Okay, Jen, friend okay. of the podcast, Jen asks, please suggest Halloween costumes for the team. Oh man, a blessing of unicorns. What are all of them? Just heard an of entire unicorns? blessing of unicorns, but like they have different star powers. So like, I think what you're really suggesting is my little. That's pony. kind of it. <laughs> so they'll have, yeah, they'll have different little star powers on their butts. I 100% want that to happen. I, yeah, that, that was completely off the cuff, but I absolutely want that to happen now, too. Please be My Little Pony. Oh, Mike, please, please, just be all of the My Little Ponies. Either that or all of them are Smurfs. What about Care Bears? That would also be, or Popple, ooh, or Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Now, that gives you a little bit, I feel like, more personality to it play with, It gives you a too. lot more personality and, like... You could have, like, a group of them just be those little ones that, like, build the little plastic things. Okay. Okay. Fraggle Rock, but they all have to make their own costumes from craft stuff they bought at Michael's. Yeah, that I will buy them at Michael's because I don't trust them <laughs> to get what they need at Michael's. No, no, no. 
That's part of the oh, fun. Oh, shit. It's like Project Runway, but Halloween costumes, and the theme is Fraggle Rock. Okay. What if we have, like, a bucket full of the most necessary things that they then have to fight each other for? Ooh, I like this. Okay. I like this. What if, keeping with the Fraggle Rock theme, it's a lip sync battle, and whoever wins the lip sync battle gets extra fabric or something. Are they singing the Fraggle Rock theme? Down a Fraggle Rock. (laughs) Excellent. I like it. Done. Done and done. Fraggle Rock. Done. Fraggle Rock. That went fast. Or My Little Pony. Okay. Number two. Fifth season for the NWHL. Early predictions for the Isabel Cup. So this year is a little weird because I don't know nearly as many names playing because obviously most of the Olympians are on strike. Um, Or boycott. I don't actually know the proper term for it at the moment, but we'll go with strike. Um, So a lot of these are younger college players. Some of them are Europeans who have come over. Um, So it's a lot of people I don't know. So it makes my prediction-y powers a little bit harder. Um, but what I would, yeah, well, I'm adding the uncertainty onto the end so that people know that I don't have a whole lot of confidence. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> who needs confidence bars when you can just add an E on the end? Nobody. Um, so I'm going to go with the Boston Pride because Dempsey's back and I know her. And also because the Boston Pride just got purchased. So they have a fully independent owner at this point. Oh, shit. And that worked out really well for the Buttes, so I think this will work out really well for the Boston Pride, and I think they're going to play the Whitecaps again. But I think the Pride will come out on top. That's what she said. Excellent. I like it. I'm, I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> well, there's five teams, so you could just pick two. We got the Pride, the Whitecaps, the Riveters, the Whale, and the Buttes. I'm going to say the Riveters and the Whale. All right. I have a Riveter shirt, and I like the Whale. There you go. <laughs> so we're both not picking the Buttes, so they're guaranteed. Yeah, to they're guaranteed to fucking win the whole thing. Okay, number three. How can I get the PWHPA to play a game near me? Well, what is the... Please, first of all, explain what the PWHPA is. That's the um, players' association for all of the players who are on strike. Oh, okay. Excellent. All of the women's hockey players on strike. Cool. Um, they have been doing some really cool... Um, I fuck, I keep forgetting what the, the initiative is called. But they're just basically doing a bunch of exhibition games to, like, you know, raise money and awareness for women's hockey and the, their cause, which is very cool. And they've been playing in, like, the usual spots, Toronto and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you live near DC-ish, so that's actually really good for you. You're not, like, out in the middle of nowhere. Um, the best way to do it is to get Ovi to do... No, to get Nicholas Backstrom on your side, because then once you get Nicholas Backstrom on your side, he'll get Ovi on your side. So I think you need to write a very impassioned letter to Nick Backstrom about women's hockey and the PWHA... PWHPA. <laughs> And then, then he can make something happen. Well, there you go. That's my advice. Oh, that's good advice. Okay. Jason of Damage Jason Fame asks, a serious one for once. Ooh. I don't even know what to do with this. Val came out and said that he stopped working in Dallas last year. What is the value in putting that out to the media? What does it accomplish? 
So wait, we okay. The Val he's talking about is Val Nachushkin? Correct. And when he's saying when he says that he stopped working in Dallas yet last year, does that just mean like he stopped being like there's working where like he's putting in the effort or there's working like where they're just not clicking. So which does he mean? Does he mean that he I just fucking know. gave up? Hang on. So I don't know what this is in reference to either. Um, so I can't tell okay. you. But my assumption is by him being the one who said it, I'm assuming he's taking some uh, accountability for his action, for, for his performance <laughs> last year. So I'm going to read it that way. And from a marketing perspective, there is some benefit to doing that anyway. And um, taking control of the narrative before the narrative takes control of you. Mm -hmm. And by saying, yes, I just stopped working in Dallas last year, blah, blah, blah. He can also say, but that won't happen in Colorado. And so I suspect that's why he said it. Now, there's also, like, if he played for anybody but Jim Nill, like, they might have also come out and okay, said... Okay, I found it. Okay. So it's in Colorado Hockey Now. Um, Adrian Dater, who I'd heard, I've heard of. Yeah, but that's why. What does that mean? Yeah, because he's a creep. Oh. He's a creep. Okay. Um, well, I can only read it if I subscribe, so that's obviously not happening. But in the tweet, he says... Val Natushkin has a confession about his final year in Dallas. I stopped working. I started getting less ice time and I stopped working. It was my mistake. So I guess what he is saying is that he stopped putting effort in. Which mm-hmm. is very obvious. Yes. Um, but yeah, like you're right. From the marketing perspective, the value in that is saying that like his goal this season was his fault and like you know something that he did and therefore it's not something that he's going to do on his new team where there might mm-hmm. be questions of whether or not he's going to be useful correct and he has not scored a goal this year he has one point um and he has actually less ice time oh, that was career versus this year where are we at he is where does his ice time go i don't know there it is Okay, and he's only playing about 30 seconds more per night than he was doing last year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like they trust him a whole lot regardless. No. So we'll see. I mean, I don't, I think everybody in Star's Land is like kind of whatever about Natushkin at this point. Yeah, with good reason. He is uh, basically mm-hmm. a whatever. <laughs> like... Yeah, well, I mean, I just don't think they're even mad about it. Like, they're just like, this, like, it got funny to us at the end of the year. Yeah, well, I mean, it was pretty easy to joke about how he was going to be the one to score the cup-winning goal because it was going to be that kind of a thing that would finally get him there, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, for me, from a star's perspective, I think it, uh, well, what I was going to say is that Jim Nill is the kind of guy who would never say that about somebody. Uh But there are GMs who certainly would. Yeah. yeah. And I think 
that's, I think a lot of players say this kind of stuff specifically because there are GMs who would talk shit about them. Talk shit, get hit! But maybe score a goal? I mean, I'm always, I'm always happy to let you score a goal, babe. Oh, thanks. Uh, your turn. Ugh, the bloodiest shanty in all of the land asks, how upset were the moms, mom, okay, good lord, how upset were the moms who he's popular with when Pollock went on IR? I think they're various. The only thing that I can imagine is that, like, there was weeping in Star's Land. Like, there had there had to have been, right? There had to have been tears. They love him. I think they also, like, probably started, like, making one of those big poster get well cards and, like, sent that around. There was probably glitter paint involved. Yep. Yep. Uh, maybe somebody was knitting him a nice scarf. Oh, God, please be knitting. Maybe somebody knit him a sling. Oh, my God. I really hope that was a thing. Maybe they crocheted a sling. That would be hilarious. That would be so funny. I would. Yes. Yeah. No, done. Done and done. Do you think that would give Pollock an edge in Fraggle Rock host- Halloween costume making? Well, having a crocheted sling or just being in with the moms? Both. Okay, so first of all, first of all, you know that Jackie Sagan is making Tyler's costume, right? Like, there's no doubt in my mind that that woman sees that he has a group project to do and does his work for him. <laughs> she gives off that you, big mom energy. You're not wrong. And he, he gives off the kind of energy of a, mom, of, a, of a boy whose mother did his homework for him. So... Yeah, Polak. Yeah, I think, he does have that energy. Yeah, Polak. I think does have an advantage, but only in that I feel like he's the kind of guy, the kind of the kind of mama's boy, who like accepted his mother's help, but also did his own work. You know, okay. Like he would come, he would come and be like, "Is this good enough? Do you have any suggestions for what to do with this?" And she would, you know, then they would work on it together. And so, like, I picture. Star's mom, Landia, like, surrounding Polak, and he has now something like 23 helping hands. Well, 23 pairs of helping hands. Why Why would one of them only have one hand? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, like, and then Jackie Sagan is over here doing Tyler's and probably Jamie Benz. <laughs> <laughs> because Tyler asked really nicely. <laughs> and Jamie Benz also asked really oh nicely because Jamie Benz nice. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. That's all we're, we're going out on that. Note. We're going out on that. And that note. that's scene. it. This is all we have for you today. <laughs> that's a good mental image. That's a happy thing to carry in. That movie. is a happy thing. Thank- <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how, how, it, how it does. Well, as always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Classlicity. I'm on Twitter at Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at Deep Heart Hockey. Um, if you have a longer question, comment, or reason that Tyler Sagan will not win this costume competition, you can email us at deepharthockey at gmail.com. You can also give us those reasons on Twitter. We're very happy about that. Uh, and then you can find our, uh, where, what was my thing? Oh, <laughs> you can find our, you can find our blog at deepharthockey.wordpress.com. That's it. That's it. That's all. I forgot. I forgot. Bye. I briefly forgot my part. Bye.